Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies, and here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, so you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. So remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Barry Carlton will never again ring the doorbell at Penny's house nor cause the telephone to ring. For over a month ago, Barry died. And the Gibbs home is not the same since the accident which took his life, for Penny is still in the hospital. She's coming home, though, and soon. And as the phone rings in the Gibbs home this morning, Penny's invalid foster father, Jed, rolls his wheelchair to the telephone table, expecting news of her arrival. Hello? Hello, Mr. Billings? Yes? This is Frank Carter, Mr. Billings. Who? Carter, Frank Carter. Oh, yes. <laughs> you haven't the slightest idea who I am, have you? Well, I certainly do. How's the law business, son? Well, you do remember me then, don't you? Yes. The law business is fine, Mr. Billings. But the office isn't the same without Penny working for me. Yeah, don't imagine it is, son. How is she? Oh, a lot better. Expect she'll be home sometime this week. Well, I'm certainly glad to hear that. When do you think she'll be ready to go to work for me again? I don't think she'll be ready for work for some time, son. Oh? She's still not too strong, and uh-huh. you know about her face, don't you? Yes, Mrs. Billings told me last time I called... I certainly wanted to come back, though. The job's open anytime she wants it. I know she'll be glad to hear that. But for several weeks yet, she won't be much interested in the job. Yeah, I can imagine she won't. Look, I, uh, I haven't tried to call her at the hospital up till now. Do you think there's any harm in trying to talk to her? No. Don't see where it'd do any harm. She might be glad to hear from you. Oh, swell. I think I'll phone down there this morning. It's Heatherton Hospital, isn't it? Yes, yes. Room 303. Thanks. I'll give her a ring. You do that, and... Uh... Now, that's not the reason I phoned, though, Mr. Billings. No? Uh-huh. No, though I did want to know about Penny, of course. But I was told at your office that Johnny Keith might be at your house. Well, he's supposed to be, son, but he's a little late, <laughs> as usual. Uh-huh. But he will be there? Eventually. Good. Will you have him call me when he has time or come up to my office if that's more convenient? Why, yes, of course. Oh, wait, I won't be in the office again till late this afternoon. Have him phone me or drop up to see me sometime after five if he can make it. After five? All right, son, I'll do that. Thanks. And you sure it's all right to phone the hospital and talk to Penny? Don't know why it wouldn't be. In fact, might cheer up if you did. I'll do it then. 
Don't forget to give Johnny my message. Uh, give it to him first thing, son. Thanks a lot. Bye. Goodbye. And yeah, now what does young Carter want? <laughs> Coming. Hello, Jed. Oh, Johnny. Late, as usual. <laughs> couldn't help it, Jed. I... I know why you couldn't help it, son. Ran an errand for somebody. Uh, yes, yes, I did, Jed. But it was one of those necessary things. It was for Mrs. Warren. Her husband's pretty sick, you know. Yes, yes. Any better today than he was yesterday? Well, not much. Oh, uh, here are those papers you wanted. Oh, thanks. Where'd you find them? Well, for a change, right where you said I'd find them. <laughs> well, at least something at the office was filed in the proper place. Oh, uh, Frank Carter wants you to phone him. Or... Frank Carter? Well, who's he? Oh, you remember him, Johnny, the lawyer Penny worked for until Barry came back to Rossville. Oh, oh, yes, sure I do. And he wants me to phone him? Uh-huh. Well, what for? Well, he didn't say, so I didn't ask. Well, that's funny. Haven't spoken ten words to the guy in my life, and now he wants me to call him. Well, He I... wants you to call him after five this afternoon, Johnny. He won't be in his office till then. Oh. He said he'd rather have you come up to the office if that's more convenient. Wants me in his office? Uh-huh. <laughs> what have you done that you need a lawyer for, Johnny? Well, hmm? nothing, nothing, Jed. That's why I can't understand why Carter wants to see me. Are you, are you sure he wanted me? He called up especially to talk to you, Johnny. He'd phoned your office first and they said you were here. Well, and he really wants me, huh? Sounds as if he does. I can't for the life of me figure out why. Well, probably nothing, Johnny. Maybe just information about someone else. You know just about everybody in town. Well, you're the one who knows everyone in town, Jed. If that's what he wanted, he'd have asked you. Well, I, I think Carter has the wrong Johnny Keith. Do you know any others in Rossville? Well, no. <laughs> I uh, won't be able to contact him until 5 o'clock, huh? <laughs> Not curious, are you, Johnny? Oh, no. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> I, I suppose you heard Penny's coming home this week. No, no, I didn't know that. When? Well, not sure yet. I, I was hoping I'd hear. Grace went down to Heather uh, to, to make some arrangements. Well, Penny must be all right, then. Well, that's, that's what they're going to find out today or tomorrow. Uh -huh. They're going to give her a pretty stiff examination before they let her go. And I understand she'll be in bed a while, even after she gets home. Oh, sure, I guess she will. That'll be good to have her home again, won't it? Yeah, won't be the same, Johnny. Won't be the same girl who comes home to us. Not the same girl who went away. Well, not at first, Jed. Well, she's anxious to get home, isn't she? Yes, yes, so I understand. Well, then she'll soon be the same Penny Gibbs again. You think so? Well, sure. Don't you? No, son, I don't think so at all. How can she be the same person after all she's been through? When that car of Barry's turned over on the Hetherington Road, the world turned upside down for Penny. And it's tough to write a thing as big as the world. Well, Jed, Penny's always been able to survive every hurt, every setback, every loss and disappointment. Yes, but son, this is by far the greatest tragedy she's ever suffered. And God willing, it'll be the worst she'll ever face. Well, if she's coming home, Jed, that must mean she's... Sound in mind as well as in body. It'll take a long time to find out how sound she is in mind, Johnny. She'll be released from the hospital if she's sound in body. Beyond that, the doctors have no way of knowing how well she is or how ill. Spiritual sickness can't be fought by medicine. Then uh, you think Penny will never get over Barry's death, don't you? 
You think she'll never get back to normal? Oh, I didn't say never, Johnny. I said it'd be a long time before she was the girl she used to be, if she's ever the girl she was. Well, there you go, saying it again. You are afraid she'll never be the same, aren't you? Well, a little, son. But let's keep that between us, eh? Sure, Jed, sure. Well, I guess we'd better get to work, son. Or in... You, is your mind occupied wondering what Frank Carter wants with you? Well, as a matter of fact, I'd forgotten all about it. Oh, uh, when does he want to see me? At five? See, either you or talk to you on the phone. Oh, by the way, he said he was going to phone Penny sometime today. Hope he does. Might do her a lot of good to hear from someone. Hello? Hello, Penny? Yes? Penny, this is Frank, Frank Carter. Frank Carter. I don't blame you for not remembering me, Penny. Oh, wait a minute. Of course I know who you are. How are you, Frank? Fine. Do you really know who this is? Believe me, I'm not trying to play guessing games with you. No, I really know who it is. How are the new cases? Say, you do remember. That makes me feel good. Well, the new cases are great. I've won two of them, and it looks as if the third will be settled out of court. And in my client's favor, too. I'm glad to hear that. I knew you'd be. But look, this is enough about me. I took a chance on calling you because I spoke to your stepfather this morning, and he said he thought it would be all right. I've been plenty worried about you, but I didn't call because, well, I didn't want to butt in. How are you, Penny? Better? A lot better, thanks. I hear you're coming home one of these days. I hope so. I've had enough of a hospital. It'll last me a lifetime. Yeah, I'll bet you have. Look, Penny, there's still a job for you here anytime you want it. Oh, Frank, thanks very much. I know there is, but you better keep the girl you have her or get someone if you don't have a girl. I'm afraid I won't be interested in a job for a long time yet. Oh, there's no rush, Penny. I didn't hire a girl to take your place because I could handle things pretty well by myself, and, well, besides, you spoiled me. I want you back, Penny. Oh, thanks. Really, Frank, it's out of the question for now, maybe for a long time. I really don't know how long. Yeah, well, I'm not going to press you. I hope I... Excuse me a minute, will you? Mm-hmm. Come in. Mr. Carter? Yes? Uh, I'm Johnny Keith. Oh, yes, Keith. Come in. Be right with you. Sure. Still there, Penny? Yes, I'm here. Oh, your friend Johnny Keith just walked in. You want to speak to him? Oh, no. No, not just now. Tell him I said hello, though. All right, I'll do that. Well, Penny, I just called to let you know I haven't forgotten you. And maybe you'll let me come to see you when you're home. I hope you will, Frank. But phone first, will you? Right. Bye, Penny. Bye. Sit down, Keith. Thanks. Just talking to Penny Gibbs. She told me to say hello to you for her. Oh, nice of you to call her, Carter. She's uh, been a pretty sick girl, you know. Yeah, I know. It's a shame about Carlton. But it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. I guess you might call it that. Uh, I, uh, uh, I understand you want to see me. Or am I the wrong Johnny Keith? Well, I don't know. That's something you'll have to tell me. Well, I, uh, what do you mean? Well, I have to ask the questions, Keith. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and ask. All right. Have you ever heard of a man named Clyde Keith? Clyde Keith? Yeah. Clyde, let me think a minute. Clyde. Clyde. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yes, I have. Uh, he, he, was, he was an uncle of mine. Oh. Do you know anything about him? Well, uh, no, no, not much. Not much worth repeating, that is. He was my father's youngest brother, I know that, and 
Not much good, I know that, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm afraid that's about all. Well, I received a cable from South Africa this morning asking for information in regard to the relatives of one Clyde Keith. I see. Well, all I know is I had an uncle by that name. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it's the Clyde Keith of South Africa, I don't know. Yeah. Well, South Africa wants an answer by cable as to whether or not there are any Keiths still living in Rossville. Mm -hmm. Suppose I can tell them what I know? Well, I don't see why not. What's it to me? Well, maybe nothing, Keith. But maybe a great deal more than you could possibly imagine. What does the inquiry from South Africa mean to Johnny Keith? And why does Jed fear for Penny in the years to come? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. So remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Warning, tomorrow is the last day of Kroger's great hot-dated coffee contest. Hurry and enter. See if you can win a big, luxurious Hudson sedan, an Alaska sealskin fur coat valued at $1,400, a Westinghouse laundromat, roaster, or a Justomatic electric iron. 1,160 prizes are being given away in five weekly contests, and the final week's contest closes midnight tomorrow. Get your entry blank with full details at your Kroger store right away. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.